Yo, 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 yo. Yo, yo. Hey. Hey, what's happening? So it's Dana B here. All right. What a day. So today is Saturday, May 4th. Um, and wow. We finally hit land. We finally hit land. To be honest, I was a little sad in a way. In a good way. But we've been on the ocean for a week. And it's just been a week-long party. Because it doesn't... I mean, I've been I've been waking up relatively early every day. Just because I want to, like... I want to embrace every day. And get some time in the sun with the pool. And I don't want to sleep in and, and you know, like, waste my days. On other cruises, I've done it because you... You know, you stay out like late at night and there have been a couple times, like not throughout the whole cruise, but there have been a couple days where I just regretted sleeping in to like noon or, you know, I, I just, and I, I run into these kids on the boat, good kids. Like when I say kids, I mean like 22, 23, like they remind me of me and like i'll be like hey man how was your day like well, what'd you do they're like oh, i just woke up and i'm telling you it, like six o'clock they're talking like 6 p.m i'm like listen you got a problem you're missing everything um so so i i guess what i'm getting at is you know I, i've been really good this week about making sure to get up every day and it's what really makes the difference is again that um debbie's suggestion of of like getting that that like the coffee delivered to the room eat some fruit drink some coffee drink some water hop in the shower bada boom bada bang and it's great so what i was getting at was um today we actually hit land and oh my god did this did this place set the fucking bar really high the azores this this is probably the most beautiful breathtaking land i've ever seen in my life i love mount washington and and as i've mentioned that you know the white the white mountains the mount washington valley I'm very partial partial to that because it's my home away from home. And it is beautiful. And people come from all over the world to see that place. But this is something else. This is wow. I'm not going to get into the details just yet. Before I get into what I did today, I want to try to like not backtrack all the time. I'm trying to like go in a timeline So I'm going to pick up from like yesterday after I recorded the podcast and then and then transition into how today was. All right. All right. So yesterday, right after the podcast, like I was talking about, I was going back to the pool and stuff. So I did. I went back to the pool and I was looking at the, you know, the the activities for the day and I saw there was a basketball tournament. So I went over there. I was looking for Jacob again. I'm like, this dude, I want to see him. I I'm, I really want to see him cross some people up. So I go over there, grabbed a couple of beers. 
I go over there and Jacob's not there. It's like 4.30 or something. But there is an activity planned. It was like a, I think it said basketball tournament or three on three or something. And there's just a bunch of people shooting around. So I'm like, fuck it. I'll join. I'll join. I got confidence now because I was shooting around the other day. So let's do it. What else am I going to do? Hey, why not? So there were, a bunch, there were a ton of people there. It was like everyone except for Jacob, basically. So we were playing this game of Around the World. And it was like... It was kind of lame, but it was fun. What the f- These people up on the balcony next to me. They're hamming it up. Oh, they're literally right next to me. I can see the guy's shoes under the door. Hey, if you're listening, I love you. Cheers. Hey. Hey. Keep it down. I'm trying to do a podcast. No, all right. So we're playing basketball, right? And it was kind of it was kind of lame, but whatever. I'm just shooting around, drinking beers, just chilling outside. Weather's good, no complaints. Another nice pool day. And then all like all these people like the 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 around the world ends. And if if you remember uh, Georgi, Georgi from, he's the one I was talking about before. He's the dude who was the, uh, he's from Macedonia, and he he used to be a pro ball player over there. So he's running the activity again. And a bunch of people leave after the Around the World. And he goes... He, and then there were just like, I don't know, like whatever, a dozen of us or something. He goes, all right, who wants to play a game? Like a half-court game. Like, let's make teams. Old school, schoolyard pick. Like, fucking, you know, let's do it. He goes, raise your hand if you want to play in a game. And I said, fuck it. I raised my hand. And yes, I was picked last. Yes, I am the shortest. I don't give a fuck because it was an awesome game. And I actually can't believe how well I played. um, Considering that I hadn't... The last time I played an actual, like, organized game. Or even just that half-court thing. I'm telling... I think it was I was 10 years old and I played for the Lynn YMCA and my dad used to bring me the Lynn YMCA um, and even before that it was the Salem Boys and Girls Club uh, but yeah the Lynn YMCA had to be the last time like the, the it was an organized league we're on teams and shit yeah Lynn and um, so I'm telling you it's been it's been 20 years and I I was terrible back then I would just get the ball and I just I was just I just flailed but in this game, dude, dude. All right, so I grew up. I grew up playing sports, so I've always had that athletic instinct, and I can figure it out. If you if you grew up playing sports, you know how to hustle. You know how to work hard, and you understand just the basic concept of that kind of competition. You can hold your own. So that's what I did, and I I recognize early. I, Early in the game, I took a couple of fucking shots outside the key. Like, I took a couple three-pointers because of the day before. I I was nailing a couple of them. So, uh, but I took a couple. Oh, like, remember NBA Jam? Ugly shot. I took a couple of those, and instantly I was like, all right, Dana, stop shooting. <laughs> You're fucking it up. Um, so it, it ended up being this 
this five on five, it was two ladies and eight dudes total. The two ladies were the captains, and then they just they just schoolyard picked us, and the fucking the uh, the instructor because we had an odd number of people, the instructor was had played on a team, and I think he set it up that he totally wanted to play, but he was on the other team. And let me tell you, he definitely could have gone harder on us, but he was definitely still balling up. And he like he got a, he got at least four points himself because he just got bored and just wanted to fucking, you know, just do some shit. But the final score ended up being eleven to ten them. So that that's it was a really good game, and every it was close. It was just insane competition, and from the beginning, it was just. Everyone was just hustling and there to... It was the most competitive slash friendly game probably ever in the history of basketball. And that's only because it was on a cruise ship. That's what I'm thinking. Because everyone's like, hey, hey, how you doing? Everybody okay? Let's have fun. But I'll tell you what set the tone. We started, like, everyone's hustling and, and, and stuff. And I can pass and... Listen, I'm a scrapper. Without realizing it. Like, the guy I had to cover, he was this Asian, this Asian kid, and he was, he was playing in his bare feet, first of all. Savage. He, this guy's a killer. And he's, he's running. He can see. He's clearly faster than me, younger than me, and can run circles around me. And I, at first, I was, like, chasing him. And I said, fuck it. I'm just going to square him out. I just kept squaring him out. you got to preserve that energy. So I'm squaring them out and stuff. And I was keeping up pretty good. I kept I was getting picks. I was I was intercepting the ball. I was passing it. We had this dude on our team. He he looked like John Stockton and he played like John Stockton. He like we were it was a very competitive, awesome game. And so what happened I would say two to three points in like at, at a certain the score was like two to two. And 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 it, everyone's already pretty physical. Like everyone's playing hard. And this dude that's that I'm covering, he fucking comes in on me. He was testing me. He told me after the game. He goes, "I wanted to see, I wanted to see if you could handle it and test you." He, but what happened? What he he charged me hard. He fucking he just came in bang, bang. Bang, and ju- I just I squared up at the perfect time, right under the net, and I just fucking I squared up and just stood there and took it. I just took it, and but I I took you know what that means? if you know basketball that means I took that hit, I took that hit and I fucking fell flat on my back. But everyone was like, like there were people in the audience, there were everybody was like. Oh, people from the crowd were like, that's Larry Bird talking to me. Larry Bird used to do that a lot because that's a foul. That's an offensive foul. And that's how you're supposed to do it. Some people just like bail or they just don't want to take the hit. And I didn't even I wasn't even planning on doing that. It, it, It was just instinct. I just I just I just squared up and did it. I was like, fuck this. And it was the like. Everyone on on both teams were like giving me daps and stuff. They were like, "Yo, you!" They were like, "You're a sick fuck." And I was like, "Listen, listen, I'm listen. I'm from Linton, bro. Listen, don't mess with me." So what? 
after at that point, everybody stepped it up big time. Everybody stepped it up, and uh, we just played a wicked competitive game. And we the team I was on lost, but I just made like twelve new friends, and I've seen them all around since then. And oh, I picked the worst day to do it. <laughs> I was so. <laughs> I'll tell you. Let me tell you. I fucking woke up like 10 times last night. And I went to bed early for once. For once, I went to bed early because we're stopping in the Azores, Ponta Delgada. And, you know, we're only there seven to three. That's not a lot of time. And I might never be here again. So I told myself I need to leave early. Like, I can't, I can't be closing out the club tonight. I got responsibilities, responsibilities nuts, all right? So I go to bed early. It was like 1 a.m., but whatever. It's better than 4 a.m. So, you know, so I am. But I woke up in the middle of the night several times, and I was just so, I was so sore. I was, (laughs) I woke up, like my, my knee is bruised, my legs are beat. My, I, I did something on my neck. It was probably from that charge I took. I mean, I was beat up. And, and that's what sucks is, you know, if this was any other day, I could have just, like, rested it off. But I had to get up and go out there. I'm not complaining. It's not a bad problem to have. But I'm just saying, I woke up sore as fuck. And I saw this dude that was on my team uh, just a little while ago. And I was like, dude... I was like, yo, hey, good to see you, man. I said, are you as sore as me right now from basketball yesterday? He goes, ah, yeah. <laughs> and he, he was with his wife, and she goes, he's been complaining all damn day. I told him he's a, he's a pussy. And I said, listen, listen, you try playing what we, you try doing what we just did, okay? Tell me you're not going to be sore. But, you know, it just made me feel, but the guy was a little older than me, but, not by a whole lot, and it just made me, uh, like, I was just like, I, yes, I could be in better shape, and that might have helped prevent being so sore, but it wasn't just me. So, anyway, I, hey, to my friends back home, I, I want to I play some basketball. What a physical sport. I mean, I was, like, I was fighting for balls. Like, it, oh, man, basketball rules. And I've I've neglected it for too long. So that was wicked all I was I'm really happy I did that. Um I don't unfortunately I guess I don't have a ton of like I don't wanna just sit here and, and when I do these things, I don't wanna just sit here and like talk and not make people laugh. I also like to make myself laugh. Um because I try to look back of how whatever it's it's awesome to see how funny things are when you look back, especially like if you know when when you're in the moment you're stressed out like when I was doing that fucking painting, you know it sucks, but then when you look back and if you can like laugh about it it it's it's awesome, but I don't know how much funny shit I have right now because like today was the best day ever it was one of the best days I ever had in my life so i so Last, I think I told you guys when I, um, when I, what I, uh, when I 
left the last podcast, I said, I'm gonna, I gotta figure out what I'm gonna do tomorrow. And this was like later in the day yesterday, last minute, right before you can book excursions on the boat. And, you know, they're more expensive than if you just get off the boat. And if you, when you get off the boat, you can find a local and find some way cooler shit. And it's like half the price or less, but you don't even, hey, somebody could, somebody could take you in a van, slit your throat and throw you in the fucking ocean and you'll never be seen or heard from again. Because if, if, if you do that and the boat's going to leave with or without you. But if you book an excursion through the cruise line, they don't, it's, it, there's a security blanket there. They just, they just, they just fucking will wait. Like they will not leave without you. So there's some, it's a, that's the benefit to booking through. And I'm by myself too. Like, so like if I, if I went off on my own, right. And I just found some rando and I was like, Hey brah. Take me to the fucking Furnace Valley. He could take me to the valley and I'll never be seen again. I'll never be seen again. Or or whatever. Or some or what he could have a sh- not even that extreme. He could have a shitty car and it could break down and then I, I'll I'll be late and then wait, listen, listen. It's not a bad place to be stuck. Point is, I ended up booking an excursion last minute, like last night. The, the, the excursion desk closes at like 7 or 8 p.m. And I showed up there right before they were, like they were shutting down. And I said, hey, listen, listen, hey, listen, do you have any openings? And what, like, what are they, what do you have openings for? And I ended up booking this thing and it's, it, it was, it was all day. I had to meet there. I had to meet the group, like downstairs at like 7 in the morning, 7.20, and we got back at 2.30. So it was, I, I took full, it was 160 bucks, but I took full advantage of the time we had. And it ended up being the best day ever. I did this excursion by myself, but it didn't matter. I mean, there are a couple other people by themselves, but it was a bunch of old couples primarily. So, oh my God, where do I start? We... We drive like we drive to like this little village uh, on the northern coast of this this island. The name of the island is Sao Miguel, and Ponta Delgada is the cap capital. It, I don't know if it's officially the capital, but it's the biggest city on the island. And there's like a hundred fifty thousand people on this island, uh, but like Ponta Delgada has like. 40% of the population of the whole island. Something like that. Boring stats. But uh, but whatever. We're just driving through narrow, like wicked narrow, narrow streets. And you know, like just these, just the little things are cool, right? So like as we're driving down these narrow streets, beautiful architecture and just green. Everywhere you look, green, green, green. There's cows everywhere. There's just wildlife, ocean. And the little things like as we're going down these little residential narrow streets you look on like the doors of the buildings and there's just like there's bags of bread there's just bags of like fresh bread that are like tied around the doorknob to to these people's apartments or houses or whatever not all of them but a few and and what basically what i gathered it's just like it's like uh you know uh, like an america like the newspaper right 
Some people get the paper delivered to them every day. Some people don't. That's what this was. I didn't ask anybody, but I know that's what it was. That's like the history of bread. And that still happens here. They're living in the past, man, but there's nothing wrong with that. But it's just so cool just seeing, and like these bags of bread. Some people might have one loaf of bread hanging on their doorknob. Some people might have five. They're just feeding their families. And um, it's like, you know, back in the day, people used to deliver milk. Like it's just traditional. And it's so, I've never seen anything like that. And that was like kind of like the first like really cultural thing like I picked up on, aside from the obvious of just, I don't know, just the, the old architecture and stuff. That just like, that's the, that's the culture. It's so cool. And also, listen, listen, I work for, P- I, I do have a passion for bread. I work for PR management, uh, doing business as Panera Bread. Shout out to that company. Shout out to them. I had a good run there, a very good run, and they were good to me. Uh, so I got a, you know, I got a passion for bread, and it was just like really cool. Little things like that are awesome. So, but whatever, we're driving around, we check out the village, you know, they stop in the village. We made a lot of stops that was just like, all right, get off the bus for 10, 15, up to whatever, 20, 30 minutes, take some pictures and get the fuck back up. And just everywhere we went, it was just like, it was just breathtaking. Uh, it, it, it was, it was amazing. And even just driving around, like uh, at one point we're driving, we're driving up this hill and all of a sudden the bus stops suddenly and everyone starts standing up and they're like, oh my God. And I'm like, what the fuck's going on? Is, did, did this bus driver just fucking run somebody over? No, that's not what... Dude, there was a parade of stray cows. Cows. Cows are hilarious. They're just like fucking... Moo. (laughs) Cows are wicked funny, dude. They're just fucking chilling. And then we fucking slice them and dice them. Poor bastards. God, that's brutal. But (laughs) we had to stop... And these cows are just like walking down the hill like they're, I don't know, like a, like a, just like a gang. And some of them are stupid. Like the bus driver's like, yo, go to the left. Like they don't know where to walk and shit. Uh, that was really cool. Just, <laughs> um, fuck man. But I, I can't even explain it in a way that would be, um, funny or entertaining. So I'm just going to say that, um, I hope I come back here one day. If I didn't, I'm really, really happy I got to see it. And I almost didn't book the excursion. I'm really happy I did. If I didn't do that, I would have just got off the boat and walked around, like, whatever, in town. And that would have been cool. I'm sure I would have found some awesome shit to do. But this was worth it. It was so, so worth it. And, um, my God, if you ever get a chance, you have to, you gotta, it's, it's not an easily accessible place. And I think that's what makes it a little bit more special because it's, it's just, it's, it's not, nobody's, it's not fucked with. It's just green everywhere, beautiful land. They don't, they don't fuck up the land. There's mountains everywhere, these deep valleys everywhere, waterfalls everywhere, hot springs so, all right, so this included a meal, too. So there's these hot springs, like, this the, This island is also, it's in, 
I want to get this right. There was a, the tour guide gave us a lot of information. He was a local guy, and he was there with us the whole eight hours or whatever, and he was great. But between his accent and me, like, trying to just take everything in, I might be a little bit wrong on a few of these facts. But basically, what I understand is this this island, it it is a permanent sleeping volcano, which means it's active, but it's not going to blow up. It's not going to fucking erupt is the word. Um, but you can see where volcanoes have erupted before. It's got all those little, like, you know, what look like little pipelines or what, I don't know, the whatever, where lava has spilt before and stuff. So it's very mountainous. And there's natural hot springs that we that we saw at one point in one of the stops. And I've this, <laughs> this fucking late. Yeah, I'm such an idiot, right? So there's there's these like this just natural flowing water everywhere. And I was I just wanted to walk around and I I see this lady, she puts her hands in it and she goes, Oh, you should touch that water. She goes, but be careful. She goes, Don't do it too long. Just do it a little like just just give it a little just just stick your finger in there for a second. Because any longer it's <laughs> it's gonna you're gonna get burnt. I go, oh, Okay, sure. And <laughs> I literally just took both my hands and just stuck them in there. <laughs> like it's a I don't know, like, like I was washing my hands, but a, it was a, a, a heavier flow than your average hand sink. And I, <laughs> I was like, ah, fuck. I put the shit out of my hands like a fucking idiot. I was like, you're right, you're right, you're right. But hey, it's all about the experience, man. <laughs> and then right next to that was um, these water spouts with cold water. That, that water just flows from the mountains. Um, and it has this fucking sorry. Somebody just walked by my room, and and, and some some somebody just walked by my room and went. She's probably laughing at me, fucking yelling at myself. But you know what? Back at you, bitch. All right, so so uh, yeah. So there's this cold water that spouts from uh. I don't know. Like somebody just made a spout in the fucking wall in the in the earth. And it's cold on the I don't know how they figured that out, but it's like being right next to the hot water, but it just runs down from the top of the mountains and it just flows all the time like just a natural cycle. And the the tour guy was like, "You got to drink this water. You got to drink this water." And it, ha- it like I don't understand the science behind this or how it's good for you, but he he said it's very good for you. It has natural gas in it. Uh, I don't know. I just fucking... I went down on my knee and I just took a sip like like as you would from like a water... A water bubble. And it tastes... You could you could literally taste the gas. I, I just took one little sip. And it also tasted like bubbly. I don't know. It's supposed to be good for you. I took a little sip. And then I just took some and I just fucking splashed it on my face just because it felt good. Why not? Hey, man. Hey. When in Rome. When in the Azores. So that was cool. But the coolest part of the whole thing, right? So we had this meal that was included. And it was all part of the journey. He goes, we got to go pick up our lunch. And everybody's like, what? And what they do, it because of the natural hot springs, the water is hot enough. It's like almost, I think it's, it's borderline boiling. I forget the exact temperature. But these natural hot springs, 
um, somebody figured out that like they they dig in these these holes in the ground in the dirt like five to seven feet deep and then they take these huge like kettle pots and they bury them but they they throw in meat in there like chicken beef whatever vegetables and they just throw it all in there and it cooks for six hours so our our food was cooking underground for six hours and he goes so we gotta go pick up our casserole and then we watch these guys they they literally dig up they dig up these big kettle pots and they have these hooks it takes two people one hook per per side per handle they pull them out and they carry it over and then we go up like we drive a little bit down the street and it was this big feast it was so fucking it was just so such a cultural i've never felt so cultured and so um honored and 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 i didn't even like the food them <laughs> so all right we show up first of all we're greeted with like wine and cheese like this just a little like a couple sips of white wine and just some cheese which was awesome remember Chappelle show what are Arsenio Hall doing right now? Is that a wine and cheese tasting party? So we do that. We sit down. And with all these people I don't even know, we just feast. We just feast. They're just pouring, like, tons of red wine. Not tons. I drank a few glasses. Red wine. And I tried every, I tried all the food. Um, but I felt I couldn't finish it all. I felt bad. The meat was too dry for me. But I tried everything. I just hate, I hate um, leaving in uh, a plate that's, not empty, but I, I was full. They gave me too much food. And I tried it all. It was great. And I ended up connecting the dude I sat next to. He's doing the same exact thing as me. When he gets off this boat, he's literally, um, he's from Brazil. His name is uh, Yura, U-I-R-A. And I was like, well, I'm Dana. We got two syllables, Yura, Dana. So, like, he He's like, what are you doing when you get off the boat? And I was like, I'm throwing some shit in a backpack and exploring Europe. And he goes, me too. I go, well, we should talk more. So we're going to talk more. And we had an awesome uh, meal. Wicked nice guy too. He actually, he works for Norwegian. He's done a couple of contracts. And now he's like on, on the guest side of the boat. And he's been to Europe before. So he knows the ins and outs. Um... And then I actually, there's another dude who is an American citizen. His name is Emery, E-M-R-E. I've, I've seen him around the boat and been talking to him. And he also, he is an American citizen, but he's from Turkey uh, originally. And, and he's, we're all the same age too. Like he's, the, uh, Yura is 33, Emery's 25, I'm 33. And uh, both of those guys are, you know, experience. So we're I'm, to be continued on that. I think I'm going to, I'm not saying I'm going to fucking follow those guys around, but you know, uh, I, I think, I think we'll, we'll travel around a bit together. I'm, I'm just, Hey, listen, man, that's my journey. I'm just winging it. All right. Hey, this episode wasn't as funny, but I honestly just had the best day ever. And I'm so happy that I booked that excursion. And if you can ever get here, you, you got to do it. It's, it's the most beautiful shit I've ever seen. All right. Uh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to cut it now. I, I went a little bit over. So t- tomorrow is the last C day. 
which means I can fucking rage tonight again. And I think everyone's going to do the same thing because tomorrow's a C day, which is tomorrow's Sunday. And then, and then there's Monday, Tuesday, all the days after that, it's like four or five more days. They're all like, you know, same thing. You, you pull up somewhere, you're there like nine to five and then you got to go. So I can't be out partying those nights before. So tonight I'm going to go out. It's seven o'clock now p.m. I'm going to go out and fucking rage and I'll let you know who's hamming it up on me tonight. All right, please.